Hey guys, Brian with Pick Up the Six Podcast here telling you about our friends over at 56brave.com. They've got awesome patriotic gear there. You've got to get your hands on this stuff. They were founded by former U.S. Special Operations soldiers. You remember my friend Lowell Coppert, the Green Beret. Well, he's behind this and their gear is incredible. I've got that Honor of the Fallen t-shirt. They've got great t-shirts. They've got new polos. They've got hats. So go check them out at 56brave.com. Use the promo code PICKUPTHESIX and you're going to save 10% off today. We're saving you money on awesome gear that you're going to want to wear anyways. So go do it. Go to 56brave.com. Use the promo code PICKUPTHESIX and save 10% off today. Go get you some. Armed Forces Brewing Company is a military tribute craft brewing company comprised of three brands that pay homage to our great American military, both active duty and veterans. Today, we're talking to Alan Beal, the CEO of Armed Forces Brewing Company, about their new venture, a few of their key shareholders who have done some pretty epic stuff for our country, and we're talking beer, all on this episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast. Alan, what's up, man? How you doing, Brian? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Thrilled to connect with you and uh, and talk about this. What's not to love? We're talking about how awesome <laughs> America is, our badass military, and good beer. Uh, check, check, check. All topics I love. All topics our audience loves. So <laughs> let's do it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is one of those cool things, man, where uh, the the beauty of of social media. Right. And uh, and just seeing things. And so I told you it was probably a month or two ago. Right. I'm, I'm thumbing through and I see Rob O'Neill, famous Rob O'Neill of SEAL Team Six. And you guys know that name and you know who he is. But if for some reason, you're like, Rob O'Neill, who is that? He's the guy who double tapped Osama bin Laden. And Rob, thank you for doing that. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate it, to say the least. Uh, but I see him uh, with this commercial for this new beer company. That he's a part of, and it's this armed forces brewing. And here we are with you and, uh, and man, you guys are rock and roll. And I want to talk about how it got started and, and, and what it all is, but let's get to know Alan Beal a little bit. And I know you've got a, a deep military family history. You like me, I've never put the uniform on, but we both have such a deep love, respect and appreciation for it a little bit. So just tell me your, your, your story, your family story a little bit. Well, I grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska. My dad was stationed at Strategic Air Command when he when he first joined the Air Force. Um, and then he went to the Missouri Air National Guard and in St. Joe, Missouri, and uh, was part of the 139th Air Wing there, 180th Pony Express. And uh, he was a lieutenant colonel and, and served there for decades and retired out of the Air Guard. Nice. What was he flying? C-130s. He was a navigator and, and uh, an intelligence officer. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. My dad was up in those F-15s, 36 years in the Air Force. So, wow. uh, when I was looking over your bio, I was like, man, we got some things in common. Pretty cool. Yeah. But dude, like... grandfather correlation here between us as well. Yeah, so tell me about uh, those guys. My grandfather served in the U.S. Navy on the USS Corson, the Pacific uh, Theater, and, and uh, during World War II. And uh, I've got a couple uncles that are Marines during Vietnam and another uncle that taught at West Point uh, and served in Vietnam and uh, three cousins that went to West Point and a nephew, <laughs> nephew yeah. was in the army and, uh, you know, we're just, keep, list keeps going. Yeah. So obviously just a proud history, right? And, sure. and something that 
I'm guessing as a kid, you know, you grew up and you got to hear those stories. Dude, let me ask you, like, all right, so you just said USS Corson, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what kind of ship that was? Um, there's a refuel ship for uh, not spy planes. They didn't call them spy planes back then. Right. Um, Intel planes um, that would fly over and try to track the Japanese naval ships going around. They were a refueling ship. Oh, that's cool. I wonder where they were during specifically, and there's a lot of battles, right? But specifically the Battle of Iwo Jima. And I don't know if they were any part of that. My grandfather was on the USS Terry, which was a naval destroyer that was out in the Pacific during that conflict. I mean, as flag was raised in rock on Iwo Jima. Wow. And I care to bet that those two men weren't too far from each other <laughs> during those historic moments. It's pretty incredible, man. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Badass. All right. So uh, deep military family history, right? Love of country. How's that patriotism always kind of been for you? Um, we, you know, we just learned respect when we were, when we were growing up, you know, we, we, it wasn't a strict military, you know, lifestyle that I was in, but, you know, coming from the heartland and in, in, in the U S and I mean, we were at the VFW club every weekend back in the sixties, you know, eating dinner there. And, and it was a family tradition type thing. And just being around a lot of veterans and, and, uh, you know, patriotism, love for your country. And I grew up during the Reagan years as well, <laughs> you know, so it's just embedded in your, in your soul and your, in your DNA growing yeah. up the way yeah. I did. Yeah. No Military doubt, family. I gotta tell you, man, some of my, my favorite memories and, and our listeners have heard me talk about this before, especially when we had John Quartz on who uh, at the, at one time in his military career flew for the 335th chief. You know, my dad was in fighter squadrons when I was a kid and, and, and we'll bring it sort of kind of full circle at this point to the beer talk. And some of those best memories are hanging out in those squadron bars, man, and, and being part of that with those guys yeah. and, and looking up to them quite a bit, to be honest with you. And, and knowing that those were, were predominantly at the time, right? Those were fighter squadrons full of men. It's changed a lot since then. Uh, more female fighters today, but man, just just wanted to want to be around those guys and just appreciate, it. just knowing, right? Just knowing, like, man, these these guys do something really important. I don't think a lot of people realize that these people sign on the dotted line to give up their life for us and their country, if need be. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, my dad didn't see a lot of combat or, or my brother did. He deployed, you know, three times over for desert storm, desert shield, desert storm and, and, uh, Iraq. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize just what our military members go through and, and the sacrifice and that they put on the line for us. Uh, and it, it really, to, to really think about that, it makes you feel real patriotic and really grateful to them. Yeah. as well then so that's kind of what's going on inside my head and heart when i think of our military dude and and you know all right what can i do right what can you do yeah I'm like well you know what i got an idea here as it relates to this brewing company we're going to talk a little bit about that obviously how, how it got started what's going on with it we mentioned one of those famous guys it's a big part of it how they're a part of it but you spend man i mean 35 plus years in you know food beverage industry so what's that path what's that journey like for you um, well, I'll tell you what, um, 
Shall I start with how we've thought of this? I want to know. I want to, before that, I want to know how you even got into it. You know, how, how your journey got going into food and beverage. Food and beverage. Yeah, we'll get to armed forces here in a few minutes, but I kind of want to just know how it plays out for you. Well, yeah, I, I, I got out of high school and I went to the University of Nebraska for probably three months and I joined the boxing club there. Whoa. <laughs> and I got beat up pretty bad doing <laughs> boxing. I suck. I was terrible at it. I suck. So <clears throat> I did, well, this I isn't going to work. Yeah, I happened to try drop out and, and get into the, the restaurant business um, and bar nightclub business as well. So it just kind of started from that. I opened my own consulting company gradually and started uh, taking on clients around the country. Uh, got involved with a couple restaurant groups as well that were doing some pretty good volume back back then. And started developing all sorts of different concepts because, you know, that that industry grew and grew and really boomed in about the mid 90s, especially um, across the country. You know, Miami was the nightclub scene during the during the 80s, mm -hmm. but it really boomed in, in Charlotte, North Carolina had maybe had one or two restaurants downtown and Bank of America was headquartered there. So I happened to move to North Carolina and uh this started, we, we were opening restaurants, bars, nightclubs of all different concepts, uh, breweries and, and uh, during the 90s, and it just kind of escalated from there. Um, I went up to Washington, D.C., and, and I was doing what they would call a bar rescue, if you would. Sure. Um, and I ran into a couple guys uh, uh, during a Guinness beer promotion at this bar that I was rescuing and and. Uh, uh, they said they had an idea for a, a military style beer or, or brewery, and they had no idea where to take the idea, mm -hmm. no idea where to, where to start. Uh, so we got to talking about it and they hired me on as actually the consultant. And I pulled into Annapolis. I'd never been to the Naval Academy or seen the Naval, you know, as a kid, Army Navy game was something we watched like a family tradition in the living room, everybody, every yep. year. Yep. And uh, when I saw, walked into Annapolis uh, and saw the Naval Academy and, and the, the brainchild of this was Seawolf Brewery, creating a, a concept and a beer for that, that tribute Navy service. Mm -hmm. um, I saw the lightning flash and heard the thunder roar roll and I mean, I literally picked my family up and moved to Annapolis to develop this concept. Wow. So my, my, my partners that, that thought of this idea, uh, Amit Rupani and Jason Bailey are both uh, deaf. They both graduated from Gallaudet University and they mm -hmm. were craft beer aficionados. They loved to travel all over the country to all these craft breweries that were opening. Um, and uh, Jason Bailey is like a, a novice naval historian, if you will. He's he knows a lot about Navy ships and culture. So it just kind of morphed from there into this. I mean, look at this now. <laughs> yeah. It's know? incredible. You basically are taking, you know, these these three three brands and and you've you're forming this kind of juggernaut here in armed forces 
brewing. I'll, we're going to get into the details of like how it all comes together. Cause I also want you to talk about, you know, who's involved and our listeners can get involved, right? There's a way for sure. them to, to get involved in this, but let's, let's talk about this first, dude, this last year and a half has been freaking wild, especially <laughs> for the bar and beer scene. Dude, what a year, man. Like what, a, what a year. Uh, been, how's it been on that, on your side of it? Yeah, it's been, you know, in, in 2019, we had, uh, several conversations with a lot of the uh, Navy week uh, promoters and New York city army week and the base fest concert series, we were gearing up to sponsor some of those events and get our beer out there. And of course then COVID hit, we sold out a beer in April. Everybody was making a mad dash um, and we're, we're a contract brewer. So we rely on another brewery to brew our proprietary mm -hmm. recipes. Mm -hmm. um, so it locked, you know, it, de it really devastated the brewing industry. Everything went into lockdown. Um, no one was brewing, really brewing a lot of beer. Uh, the beer was selling out in stores because people were going <laughs> buying the beer. So yeah. they were stocking up on that. So we sold out in April and couldn't find a, a contract brewer until December, November, actually, of 2020. So we went we went through that whole most of that year without any production at all. Mm. Finally found a contract brewer down in Virginia Beach and got everything started back up uh, and released special hops or special hops IPA back out to the to, uh, uh, Maryland and, and Virginia and picked up distribution in Rhode Island. So. We haven't looked back. We're actually stepping up production. We've got our cat shot lager back out to market as well. Um, so the, the beer's starting to flow and we're, we're, we're really stepping up production. Yeah, dude, that, that's great to hear. You know, I remember those early days of the pandemic, you know, April, May timeframe and feeling like uh, I got to get down to my local brewery, even though we can't go in there, we can't hang out in there and keep buying as much, not as much, you know, keep buying beer from them. Right. You know, to make sure that yeah. they make it through this. And we've got a couple of really good ones. One that I love here in my local area called bond brothers brewing. It's these two brothers and their beer is great. Their location is excellent. It's just, it's just good all around. And they make a lot of cool beer and they came up with a really smart way for folks to order online, pull up, right. Get crowlers, and all that. And I was willing to spend a few extra bucks, right. And, and throw them a little bit extra during those trying times, just because that's the, the lifeblood of what they do. Right. You can't have anybody. Absolutely. Like, you know, what are you supposed to do there? It's wild. Uh, all right. Let's talk about this venture, man. And, and armed forces. Bro. How, how, how does this thing, you talked a little bit about it. How's it ultimately end up taking shape? Well, I started to develop the Seawolf Brewery concept, the logo, all these different beers, special hops, cat shot lager, uh, we shipped driver. And, and honestly, we didn't have any of these beers made. I was shoving out images on social media because I wanted to test the market and see. And, and I was, you know, following people, veterans uh, of all the different branches. They're following uh, active duty people are following uh the, the Navy on Twitter and Facebook and getting in some Navy groups and things like that. And I was testing these images out of what, if it would, would connect to them. And I had this overwhelming response. People were, where is this place? I want to go to it right now. I want to try the beer. 
And it was, it was really overwhelming. I was like, we got to get a product out to market. Mm. So um, we did that in December of 2017 during, here in Annapolis during the military bowl where, where Navy kicked Virginia's butt 59 <laughs> to seven. And, and uh, the product was great. I, I, I recruited a, a legacy brewmaster here in Maryland named Bob Ruprecht. Uh, who formerly worked for Duclaw and Pub Dog, and he he's got some accolades. He's won the uh, uh, the Maryland Governor's Cup for brewing excellence, and and he made a he made a really straightforward, not too in your face hoppy uh, IPA. Exactly what I asked him to do because we were kind of tired of drinking real hoppy IPAs at Navy tailgating Dude, games. I got, we I, got, drink I, got so, I got so uh, I got so washed out on super citrus too. I was like, can I just yeah. get a good, like just a good IPA coming at me? That sounds like what that is. Yeah. So we got we got that product out, and I was knocking down doors to the Navy Exchange in Annapolis, saying, "Hey, we've got this Navy beer. Would you carry it?" And where they jumped all over it, they said, "Yes, absolutely." Um, so. The, the Annapolis Navy Exchange Package Store really got us a huge break. We debuted in that store on October 13th of 2018. And we only had the half of the month of sales, but we were the number one selling craft skew in the whole store out of 300 plus craft skews on the shelves. So that was just, you know, a launch. Yeah, yeah. So... You get those moments, right? Where things just sort of snap in. So, I mean, you know, my thought is the branding and all that brings them in, but when they crack it, right? Like it's gotta be good. (laughs) It's gotta be good. Absolutely. That was, we did a lot of tastings uh, around the city of Annapolis and that's exactly the the packaging lured them in. Hey, that's a Navy beer. You know, what is that? And then when they tasted it, the customer acquisition was 90% at at a military exchange store and 70% in just a civilian package store, like total wine or something like that. So we were gathering all this data and really test marketing, you know, our product and it just took off. We ended up scaling distribution down to Virginia and um, you know, it's just taken off. Um, We, you know, the, the, uh, AFI's buyers, the Army Air Force stores. Well, hey, we we want that beer, but we want Army specific beers, or we want yeah, yeah. Uh, Air Force specific beers. So that's where we started more creating these other two brands, Soldier and Airman Brewery. And it would just it just kind of felt fitting to create a parent company called Armed Forces Brewing Company, which is like the Department of Defense. And then you got the branches underneath it. So that's where that came from. I was just uh, like, what a name. Like they have the name Armed Forces Brewing. Like it's yeah. incredible. Like how's nobody else have that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of really great local veteran owned craft beer brands and, and brewing companies around the country. They're awesome. But I don't think anybody really thought of scaling it out into a national brand and because, you know, the military exchange network of package stores is huge. It's a $359 million uh, in sales, you know, ecosystem. So yeah, we, wanted yeah. to, we wanted to break into that first and then scale outside. And, uh, you know, Total Wine approved us for all their stores. And 
we expect to go into a lot of big box package chains. So it all just kind of, you know, keeps snowballing. But one thing that it sounds to me like what you guys found was, yeah, we got a, we got a dedicated buying power here. You, you know, we, we got a, we got a real customer base yeah, that, that is, that, that's into this. Um, so let's, I, let's leverage that and like kind of roll with it a little bit. Yeah, Brian, I think, I think also the way we package, the way we create our beers and the way we pack, do the labels and the way we package it, you know, the, these special hops tributes, the Navy seals, it's like the cert, we tribute the service within the branch. Mm-hmm. So special hops, you know, tributes, Navy seals, cat shot logger tributes, uh, aircraft carrier deck crews and aviators. Um, our ship driver, American weed is, is a tribute to swoes and surface warfare crews. So we're doing all these beers and the labels, you know, we didn't just didn't slap a color on it or, or, you know, there's a lot of detail and the cans tell a story at the same time. Yeah, they do That's guys. Go, go, yeah. Go to armed forces brewing co co.com. And at the top you can see beers and, and you can, and you can check on that special hops can is badass. It's got a group of special operators right there on the front. It's got that sort of Navy and that yellow look to it. It looks really, really good. You're exactly right. And, and that's the kind of thing where somebody's going to see that. If, if I saw that in the store, I'm absolutely walking over to it uh, yeah. and taking a look. And then you start reading the story about what it is and why you guys do it. And there's a lot of strength, the purpose behind, behind what you're doing and how it all takes shape. So, I mean, this thing just snowballs, right. It goes on for all these years uh, and you're able to grow it, which is, which is really cool. On May 2nd, 2011, SEAL Team 6 goes into Abbottabad, Pakistan, and they take out one of the worst bad guys of all time in Osama bin Laden. The guy that ultimately pulls the trigger that double taps that bad guy is Rob O'Neill, American hero. Uh, and you get connected with him, and now he's a part of this thing. Uh, so tell me about the cast of characters that are now coming around this thing a little bit. Well, like I said, you know, watching Rob O'Neill's social media and him being, you know, such a, a great American military hero and uh, with all his accomplishments, I just had to know, at least know him or, or, or get him our beer somehow that, that tributes his service, you know. And uh, I sent him a DM on Twitter because, like I said, I think he liked one of my posts or something like that that I tagged him in. And I just said, hey, can I send you a six pack of this? And he, he like, yeah, let's get a hold of each other offline. I don't know who you are. Right. <laughs> but right. anyway, I sent him a six pack and I think Rob was over on the West Coast swimming with sharks or something like that, you know, doing something. Rob O'Neill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, his wife intercepted the package and got a hold of him. And she said, this shit is fucking awesome. Bro. Excuse <laughs> my language. It's all good. But that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he ended up calling me and I said, you know, I would just I would just love to have you on the team. Yeah. Um, I don't even so know what that one. looks like. Right. Like, yeah. What does that eat? But let's figure it out. And he said, great beer. Love the can. Love where you're going with this. You know, we can do a lot. Not just make great beer and, and, and patriotic uh, beer and patriotic company and brand, but we can also do a lot of good things for our veterans and and just the country doing this so he joined it's awesome man these guys have created sort of the dollar shave club style commercial (laughs) it's what right it's kind of what i liken it to uh for their craft brewing what they're doing at armed forces uh brewing co you can definitely go check that out rob uh shoots a few guns 
uh, injures, kills some aliens, does <laughs> some other badass stuff in this commercial. That's uh, definitely worth checking out. You got Ray Cash Care now part of it. And uh, yeah. you guys know how big of fans we are of, of Cash. I try to, if I can, not every Saturday, but try to get in while he's doing positivity power hour and bang out some pushups with him. And, and I've gotten to know his good buddy, Lowell Copperwell, who's been on our show here a few times. In fact, I'm heading down to, to hang out with Lowell a little bit this weekend, which should be pretty cool. So you got these guys that are coming around this and now they're kind of stakeholders in this thing, but you also have a way for everyday citizens, patriots, veterans, whoever wants to get involved to get involved in this company, which I think is pretty cool. So tell our folks, cause someone listening back, dude, I want in on this. How can they, how can they help you? How can they become a shareholder, stakeholder, investor in this thing? Well, we took a different approach to this. We wanted the military community, especially, but, but also patriotic Americans to be as much a part of the company as I am as the CEO. Um, So uh, we decided that we, you know, we needed to raise capital as well. And that is to acquire an existing brewing facility around the country because we have, we have, you know, national distribution in planning mm-hmm. um, as well. We already have global export partners that are, these people have been waiting on beer for years, you know, when getting back to the COVID interrupting everything. Sure, sure. So, so we need our own brewery. So the venture capital community really wasn't coming to call uh, during that time. And uh, we tried for about four years to recruit, you know, some VC money to help us get started um, and, and either build or acquire a brewing facility. That didn't work out. But at the t- same time, uh, we wanted to get, we wanted to create um, a, a, a military cultural brand and bring the military community into it as well as not only members of the company, but also brand ambassadors and, you know, word of mouth. And we were like, the best way to do this is to do a stock offering, a public stock offering. How do we do that? And I ran into a securities attorney that specializes in what they call regulation A uh, uh, stock offerings. They call them mini IPOs. Yeah, uh, it was a program that was set up in 2012 for small businesses like ours that, you know, aren't getting any traction with the VC community, who is really focused on tech instead of, you know, food and beverage. Um, so I happened to, to get a hold of a guy named Kendall Almarico and um, I emailed him. You know, I, I've heard so many no's throughout this time. I was in the mindset, he'll never respond back. Boy, I went in 20 minutes. And he responded back and he said, this is really a cool brand. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will take you on as a client. (laughs) So we got him and and I had started, you know, building the team with Rob O'Neill on board and getting Ray Ray Cash Care and Darren McBurnett. And um, we've got uh, Jacqueline Garazosa now on, on the advisory board. And, uh, you know, just a great group of of people, a chief marketing officer out of Ryan Golden down in Austin, Texas. So we're building this great team. And we put together after going through about four months of of financial auditing, uh, the process you have to go through to be SEC qualified. We launched on July 4th, America's birthday. Pretty good time. Pretty good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Love so it, I love it, man. Now everybody can go in and, and invest in the company, become a shareholder for $10 a share with a $200 minimum buy-in. That's pretty affordable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we have an, an investor portal on our website where all our shareholders, all our investors get a, a, a code to dial into that. And I, I update them every Friday with a video on our progress and we hold shareholders meetings. We've got one on the 28th here in Maryland where we invite all the shareholders who can come and they, they're a part of the company. That's awesome. Yeah. Line on the line on the website reads America deserves great beer. It's uh, armed forces brewing co there's an invest tab right on there. You guys can, can check it out. Uh, and you got those guys involved, which is, just such a super cool way to do it. And, uh, and it just shows like one thing I love about this community, right. And two guys here on this podcast that haven't put the uniform on, but, but have always looked for ways to, to give back. And right. You've done it with what you're doing with the brewery. We're trying to do that in, in a small way here. And, and what I've noticed too, is be genuine, be real. Those, those guys, those gals in that community put, put their arm around you. It's pretty incredible the way they're willing to, to welcome, welcome you in. Have you felt that a little bit in this process with these guys? Absolutely. Gosh, absolutely. Um, I, uh, I like feel a part of the team, if you will. There's just a, a really great com camaraderie. I didn't serve, but we call each other brothers and beer, you know, brothers and sisters and beer, mm -hmm. you know, um, but being around them and, and hearing their stories, you know, is, it's just incredible, you know? Yeah. All very, inspiring. Very incredible. Yeah. A little intimidating, a little intimidating sometimes. <laughs> that, that as well. Like I couldn't do that. I wouldn't have the nerve to do that. Wow. Well, that's, why we're, that's why we're so grateful that they're willing to, uh, to do what they do. One thing we, we routinely say here is we say, thank you for what you've done and what you continue to do. Right. And, uh, and I think you guys are trying to pay tribute to that. We do. We do. And we're getting involved in a lot of other char charity type things. We're, we're sponsoring uh, uh, the NECA golf tournament and the proceeds of that go to the special operators uh, uh, transition fund, which is Rob's nonprofit. Nice. Nice. Uh, we're co-sponsoring the Bone Frog Open. Uh, Darren McBeth Burnett, who's on our advisory board, that's his Uncommon Grit Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to work with the USO on some things as well. Um, we've also formed our own foundation called the Ar Armed Forces Brewing Company Veterans Foundation. We've incorporated nice. down in Florida. So we're, we're an incorporated nonprofit there and we've applied to the IRS and, and we're gonna jump into all sorts of, of veteran issues and do what we can through, through the power of, of, of success and, and beer um, to get involved in issues, you know, Veteran suicide and veteran homelessness are the two biggest issues in the country. And I just think it's it's terrible that we even have one veteran homeless and on the streets. And, you know, there, there's there's a lot of things we can do. I'm involved with a local group here in Annapolis where we go out and we maintain the grave sites of veterans, yeah. you know, all the way back to World War One around the Annapolis cemeteries here. We go out and maintain mm -hmm. those and, and make sure we're putting flags and flowers on holidays over there and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's just a, t a ton of things that we want to get involved in to give back to the community. Have those guys gotten you connected with Dave Bray at all yet? You know Dave Bray no. yet? All right. So Dave, Dave Bray is an awesome 
uh, former Navy guy, but he's Dave Bray USA. He's a rock and roll patriot. He's a musician, a really good one too. Um, he's a great singer and he, and he creates a lot of really cool patriotic music designed for the community. Uh, so let's get you hooked up with him too. Cause I could see some collab between the breweries and the beer and him. Uh, and he's a super cool dude and he knows cash. Well, cash was in, uh, one of his most recent music videos and, and Ray was like the main character in it. And it's about veteran homelessness. Uh, yeah. so, so that's a connection point. Let's make sure we do, we're doing a little biz dev here on the podcast. He's such a good dude for sure. Absolutely. That's worth I, 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 we're, we're a huge nation. <laughs> we have a lot of great, great people here in this country, and we have a lot of wealth compared to most countries in the world. And, you know, there's a, the homeless veteran issue. And I know that, you know, there's mental health issues involved with that. And, and, and as there is for all, you know, a lot of homeless people, as well as, you know, drug issues and stuff like that. But there's just no reason why any veteran who served our country should be living on the street. There's okay. zero reason. Yeah. And if there's places where it's getting swept under the rug, we need to do something about it. Yeah, that. absolutely. I, I would like to see veterans organization organizations maybe get even better organized working together mm-hmm. to stamp out this problem. I, I don't know how that's done yet. I'm just a, a, a small business entrepreneur, you know, trying to build a company to get the, the power and, and financial backing to, to dive into that. Yeah. That, issue yeah yeah i love it dude all right before we go let's talk about some specific beer stuff we've talked a lot about how the brewery got started what's good in beer these days i mean there's so much good stuff happening i mean it it really is incredible even even in this in this area where i live i'm just outside of raleigh we've got really really good breweries like all over the place and don't get me wrong there's some bad stuff out there too but man i mean i just good ones constantly popping up so what are you liking what are you feeling in sort of this craft brew space right now uh, not seltzers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to yeah. stick to beer. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, we're going to stick to beer. Um, there are, there are, unfortunately, COVID has forced, you know, some restaurants and unfortunately breweries or tap rooms to close down, unfortunately. Um, and yes, there's just a there's just a, a ton of really great local craft breweries out out there that are just getting back ramped up, especially on the draft beer side, you know, as well. And I think a lot of brewmasters are getting back into the labs, and you know, they're going to create um, all sorts of, of of new beers. There's other, I mean, you can create just about anything nowadays. Um, it's flavor wise, you know, IPAs have kind of been, uh, saturated, if you will. They've come that, was out. My point. that was sort of my point yeah. on the citrus thing. I felt like we yeah. got, I feel like some of it's coming back a little bit, which is actually good. There was a couple of years, three or four years ago where I was like, what the hell is going on with IPAs? What's the, there's a problem. Maybe it's coming back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they're still selling pretty strong. IPAs are, um, but I think, the, the loggers are making a really big comeback. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of breweries are focusing on, on loggers. Um, who knows, you know, all this global warming going on, they might get into some, some more, uh, or <laughs> wheat beers or refreshing fruit, 
flavored beers. I don't know. What's your if you're if you're not having an IPA, which it sounds like you're a fan of when they're good, when they're done well. What else? What else is Alan? What's Alan's go to? Alan is a big lager fan for sure. I'm in Maryland. We pound crabs and we drink beer while we yeah, pound crabs. Right. And, it, and, and a lager, this goes really great with seafood and everything. We're big seafood fans. Um, but I'll tell you what, I love stout beer. That That's on our, that's in our uh, playbook as mm-hmm. far as our beer portfolio goes. I've got I've got our brewmaster, Bob Rappert, working on a really, really, really good stout, um, as well as a coffee porter. Ooh, so like we're, looking, we're looking to those dark beers because yeah. uh, we're getting into that season as we get into the fall and winter time. Mm. So, but, but I'm something, a big stout something, lover. Some, something about a tank or a big tanker airplane or, you know, <laughs> big, big bomb thrower stout. That sounds, that sounds nice. We've got a we've got a beer a stout coming out for the Airman Brewery brand called Prime Beef. There we go. Boom, nailed it. <laughs> yep. So very cool. Very cool. That's good stuff. Alan, you've been so gracious with your time, man. I love hearing the story about how this all comes to be, guys. Their website is Armed Forces Brewing Co com get the feeling that we're going to start seeing this in more places distribution picking up in more places so hopefully we all can go out and buy it but for now you can go on there learn more about them learn more about the story can find out where you can pick it up in uh in those areas as well so where where can folks find it um we're distributed in oh that's a great question we're distributed in maryland virginia and rhode island right now but we just launched an online ordering platform through a wine store in Virginia Beach that is licensed to uh, ship beer to 46 states in the USA. Nice. So our beer is is on there. You can go to our website um, or you can go to wheelsup.beer and it'll take you to the ordering page. Uh, Cat Shot Lager is available there right now for ordering and shipping online. And uh, special hops will be up there in a couple days. Uh, our IPA. So um, that's, that's why we grow and get into further distribution. 46 states in the union can, can order our beer and get it shipped to their front door right now. That's awesome. It's Armed Forces Brewing Company. He's Alan Beal, the CEO of it, uh, and just building something pretty incredible over there. It's been great to talk about the service for self mindset that this uh, company and this venture has, but also some real strength of purpose behind why you guys are doing, which I think is really, really pretty neat. Alan, thanks so much. Let's go crack a drink and we'll have uh, we'll have a beer offline here. Thank you, Brian. And thanks for all you do too, as Absolutely. well in the Absolutely. military community. Absolutely, my brother. It is our pleasure. He's Alan Beal. I'm Brian Jodas, and this has been Pick Up the Six Podcast.